Thank you for listening to the Influence Factory podcast. We welcome feedback and suggestions. You can provide these by visiting our website at www.myinfluencefactory.com. And if you are interested in Social Jack's 90 Days to Influence program, you can simply go to 90daystobusinessinfluence.com and simply ask for the next steps. While our program airs regularly on Zoom webcasts and Facebook Live on Wednesdays at noon central, we invite you to download episodes on your favorite channel, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker, SoundCloud, and who knows where else in the future. We will also provide occasional on-location live streams with special guests that we will announce in our community Facebook group, Business Influencer Alliance, as well as on all Social Jack channels. Our mission is to help you build your digital business influence with this podcast, as well as inspire, educate, and entertain those who are hungry to collaborate in a cool place with cool business professionals just like you. Today's show is brought to you by Planable. Planable Planable.io gives your social media team everything they need to really move their creative process forward. It allows you to preview social media posts as they are live, real time. No more screenshots, mock-ups, spreadsheets. Ah, Spreadsheets, your (laughs) clients can review content from within the platform. And do you have anything to say about it, Monica? It's a great platform. We've been using it now for a month. I love it. Um, it's a game changer in the content world. I highly suggest it. Yeah, go to Planable, P-L-A-N-A-B-L-E dot I-O to start your free trial today. Hi, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We well, introduce yourself and tell people what you're all about. Okay, so um, basically, PlayPlay is an online video maker. Uh, Our goal is to allow anybody to make a really cool video in just a few minutes. No squeals required. So that's why we build uh, PlayPlay. We come from Paris, France. Uh, We built the platform two years ago. And now we're doing uh, good in France, in Europe, and we thought, uh, why not the States? So, uh, Land in yeah. New York, like everybody of course. else does. Yeah. Yeah, let's start it's in like New you want to make it in America, you come to New York, you see like how it goes. And, uh, and so far, like, people are really interested. Um, everybody here, I think, understands the, the importance of uh, video in communication. Whether you be on uh, social media, or marketing, or even uh, internal communication, or HR, for example, for recruiting. There is a video everywhere to, today. And uh, it's not always easy for communicants, uh, communicators right. to, to make their videos. So that's where PlayPlay Play comes in. I and, like um, it. Yeah. And you know at uh, the conference, the last five years, the numbers keep increasing where video is just hot. It's the way yeah. to go. It's the way we communicate. It's the way people consume and digest. So what makes PlayPlay Play, uh, better than other platforms that we know of out there? Well, first of all, we really uh, want to keep in mind always when we build uh, new features to the product to keep it simple. Yes. It's, uh, it's the most important part I today. Like yeah, <laughs> it's, it's important. It's, uh, n- not everybody has a lot of time to, to make videos. Uh, they don't know how to do. So every feature we make on PlayPlay, Play, we keep it simple so that you don't spend more than 10, 15 minutes. And the uh, second thing really important is the quality of uh, our motion design. So basically, we have an internal team of motion designers who work every day to make uh, new screens, new oh, video nice. templates. Yeah, yeah, I saw all the templates that you yeah, had. That's exactly. awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because sometimes 
as creative as we think we are, there's always a better idea. Yeah. And so I think you've served that area of the market. Yes. Yeah. No, it's uh, yeah, it's really important that we keep uh, in touch with the the market first, the the trends in motion design, and then all the feedback we get from uh, our clients, uh, different use cases every day. Probably gonna discover some new use cases here for videos. So we every day, every week, we renew the the templates. Uh, so yeah. we, we're on the broadcast live, it's called the Influence Factory. Yeah. We help people develop influence. Okay. So, so let's say that I'm a business professional, yeah. services company, and I'm new to video. So yeah. uh, what, would you, what advice would you give me in terms of getting my brand out there? Well, there's um, different stuff you want to do first if you're like doing the influence for yourself. You want to be, of course, really present on social platform right. so first of all it's important to know who you're talking to yep. uh, where your audience is so it may be on Twitter it may be on Facebook or it may be a way younger audience right. on stuff like uh, TikTok, Snapchat who knows so first of all you identify uh, where you want to uh, broadcast your message and uh, what's your target audience and then you build um, you build the right um, content for this right. audience and this platform for example on Play Play we have um, uh, easy way to, in one click, you're going to switch from square to vertical or horizontal. Um, so anytime you make your video, you can post it uh, square on Twitter. Yeah. And then in a few clicks, you make it shorter and uh, I vertical. Saw that. I and think that was a, the coolest yeah. part because no, yeah. you automatically format for the right channel. Yeah, it's a really important feature. Uh, it saves a lot of time and uh, it's important to have a native uh, content for each platform. So you don't want to post a square video on a story on Instagram and uh, you want it to make it look good and uh, made for the platform. Now a common theme at the show too is obviously they want, uh, companies want to have all these great tools, um, but many people don't have big budgets. Do you yeah. help people that are on limited budget and then to work their way up? Yeah, uh, we have different offers of course. Um, and basically today you have two options. Either you can do it internally and uh, you have to have the skills first and you have to have the time because it takes a lot of time to make those videos even if you're good at uh, let's say Adobe Premiere or After Effects it still takes a lot of time or you can go through agencies who do a really good job but are quite pricey and uh, it takes a lot of time to like go back and forth to them so right. also the, the process is kind of like tricky yes so we offer the, the, the subscription to Play Play there is a basic offer more like advanced uh, so for all budgets and, uh, and then it's unlimited videos and uh, so... How did uh, you come up with the name Play Play? Uh, this, uh, <laughs> you, you will have to ask our founders <laughs> and friends, but uh, it just, we want to keep it fun. It's a, it's a, it's a playful yeah, name, exactly. you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but try Play Play and yeah. then you'll tell me. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a good game to make your video. You, you spend 10 minutes doing it, it's fun. And you see the results, you're happy. So it's all about the... The spirit. Yeah. So we're all about, you know, the Social Media Strategy Summit here. This is the 10th year. This is our seventh That's year great. here. So what yeah. do you think about this show here? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Uh, I've talked to a lot of people coming in and out the conferences, and uh, I think there's some really good insight. Uh, yeah. And people are like really complimentary. So yeah, I think yeah, the great speakers. Uh, everything is organized pretty well, so... Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's well, a, yeah. so uh, coming all the way from France, I just have to say <laughs> that Social Jack, you see our tagline, yeah. it's all about who you know. Can yeah. you, how would you say that in French? You know, how would you tell people, Social Jack, it's all about who you know? Um, 
Uh, it's hard because you know we have one thing in France, <laughs> and I w I'm gonna tell you we have one thing in France is that <laughs> this is what English, I want, yeah. English is so great for speaking, like uh, public speaking. You like awesome sentence. Right. French it's way more complicated. The language is. I know, really I know. My son so tried would, to learn I, it, and I, I looked at it. Right. See, like it's play, play. It's not uh, <laughs> jouer, jouer. <laughs> so yeah, it's like it's awesome. Social Jack is a really impactful name. So. Um, Il faut connaître les bonnes personnes. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. So listen, I want to thank you for being on. Yeah, of course. And, uh, thank you for I want to thank the audience for tuning in. And yeah. we're going to grab some thank other you. interviews <laughs> here. And uh, I'm going to cover some show notes and yeah, things like okay. that. But thank cool. you so yeah, much for Thank you so on. much. Yeah, absolutely. See you soon. All right. So what would you think about that, huh? All the way from France. Are you in Paris? In Paris? Okay. That's cool. So what do you think? <laughs> yes, exactly. So, uh, so anyway, the, one of the biggest themes of the show is uh, really about building trust. And we've heard this time and time again, but like you just heard Play Play talk about uh, video, you heard them talk about how they made it simple. And I think uh, in today's world, it's um, important for us where we're on information overload. I mean, there's an app here uh, for the show. There's an app for Play Play, and there's all kinds of a variety of um, apps that um, we have on our phones. And sometimes it's to the point of overwhelm where, you know, you've got TikTok and you've got all these um, video tools. But I think it's important to understand the ones that are going to serve you. So the other flip side of this is I did a three-hour workshop yesterday on... Uh, influencer development from the inside out and this is about taking the employee advocates and we're seeing that there's a whole influencer track here and actually when we come to Chicago there's going to be a split show of an influencer development show an influencer marketing show and social media so if you have different folks in different areas you really want to make sure that you think about that and we'll give you more to, uh, updates on that a uh, quick shout out to Ryan Pena. I think we're going to uh, actually uh, hear from him in a few minutes, we hope. But what we're doing, a little bit different, is we're going to be capturing interviews uh, uh, on and off throughout the entire show. So we've already got interviews. Uh, we're working on getting some others. Um, but, I mean, it's really interesting to hear how people are uh, really jumping in. And also a shout out to Leo Morjan from uh, Applegate. He talked about the social team. Those of you that are part of Influence Factory and Social Jack know for a fact that, you know, this is all about being a team together. So he talked about the ways to actually activate your team, jump your team. So, um, so anyway, uh, we're going to get ready for our next interview here. And uh, this is a familiar face for all of us. And uh, we're going to hear from our good friend, uh, Casey Mills, who just walked off the stage. Yeah. Come hey. on, man. How you doing? Always doing well. Have, yeah, always good to have you on. So that was a killer session. Can you maybe just summarize exactly what you were sort of conveying in there? Because I thought you had a lot of good messages. I was tweeting out for you, by the way. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank yes. you. Yes, so yes. we focused a session really on B2B social media and how to engage niche audiences. And one of the insights that we really had is we work with a lot of b2b clients and b2b audiences are notoriously difficult to target on social media yes. right you can only drill down so far and so how do you do that and how do you talk to people who are experts in their field 
and be credible, right? Because the, the content barrier just in terms of the knowledge you have to have to be able right. to speak on those topics is so high. So how do you how do you do that as a person who works in a basement in Lincoln, Nebraska? Um, and talk to folks uh, across the country in Florida, for instance, about what kind of fertilizer they need to put down when. Right. And, and I liked how you inserted humor in there. Yeah. I thought that was very clever. Can you explain that a little bit? Well, that's one of the insights, right? If you go out and you talk to any landscape contractors, they've all got great senses of humor. They're big personalities. They, you know, that's just part of the industry. And so it seemed wrong to go out and try and like talk on a human level right. to them without having that as part of it, right? It doesn't have to be everything that we're doing, but you know, they're very similar to advertising people, right? Like we like to joke around, we like to have fun, but at the same time, when it gets down to business, we're as serious as it gets. Right, yeah, and, um, and then uh, I noticed that you had a video in there, right? When you had the, the gentleman, and that was a yeah. funny video. Yep. So, um, so in that, if someone's thinking about getting the message out there, and we just heard from Play Play, which is a video platform, what are you seeing in video that's really working the best out there from the campaigns that you're working on? The, the campaigns that um, I work on, um, the, the, what I would like to see in the campaigns that I work on, uh, there's a lot of polish to brand videos and brands, especially on the B2B side, really want to tend toward um, having content that's very polished and there's no mistakes and there's no, yeah, I know. you know. It doesn't and, feel authentic. No, it doesn't. It yeah. doesn't feel authentic. And one of the content creators that I really personally like is um, Bon Appetit Magazine. Um, I think they do a really great job yeah. with their test kitchen videos right. and showing bloopers and like being authentic and really helping you connect with the the human personalities that are that are behind the food and you don't just because you like made a mistake or dropped your phone doesn't mean that you don't know how to cook shrimp right um, there's still that credibility there right and it's interesting you say that because uh, there's a brand I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call them out on this show because it's live but <laughs> <laughs> no it's not be the match Ryan don't worry about it you guys are rock you guys are rocking no stay there we have Ryan getting ready to come on uh, but the idea was we said well why don't you take the bloopers yeah. And why don't you make a blooper reel and it went viral and then management got all hot and shut it down and it was like, wait a minute, this has outperformed every video that you have and people love the authenticity. Yes. But they were they were too compliant or too you know, like too rigid and just said, Shut it down. So don't do that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the tough part of it. And I said it during the presentation that it's really difficult to make a human connection through a screen, right? Like we have these amazing communication platforms, but, you know, I mean, Facebook knows that uh, the effects that mental health, that it has on mental health from using that platform. And right. so, like, how do, you, how do you go on and be human and make a real connection with folks? And we try to start from that place and try to start from a place of, having an insight into the audience and what's going to connect with them. And you can't go wrong if you start there. Right. No. Awesome. Well, listen, thank you so much, as always, for sharing your knowledge. Yep. And if people want to get a hold of you, where's the best platform? Um, the best platform is uh, probably LinkedIn. So uh, LinkedIn.com slash Casey L. Mills. Yeah, there you go. Casey L. Mills. Yep. Yep. Well, thank you so much again. And always yeah. a pleasure uh, seeing you and having you on. Yeah, pleasure to thank be here. You. Thank you. All right, so here with uh, Ben Grossman from FCB Global. Um, so uh, what was your topic on today? You were the keynote. Indeed. Um, the topic was, is your brand never finished? And it was really about reminding social media practitioners that 
they are not just posters of content and creators of things for people to see, but that everyone has the potential to really change the world. I shared a few case studies from our clients like Burger King, Lincoln Financial, FDA's The Real Cost, about how you can create behavior change when you do social right. Right, and uh, so from your perspective, how often should you check in on your brand? It's a, it's a great question. I mean, ideally your team is immersed in what's happening, certainly with your brand every single day, but also conversations that go beyond your particular channels in your brand's area. Um, a great example was one of our clients, Black and Abroad, saw a rise in social media conversation around the, the term, go back to Africa. And while that was not directly pertinent to their brand, they saw a huge opportunity to make a positive difference in the world and to repurpose or reclaim that offensive terminology in order to get people to understand that Africa is actually a beautiful place to go right. and to travel there. And it led to a 60% increase in, in their travel bookings for people of color going to Africa. Um, so being able to take something that's happening in the world and actually make a positive impact is, is what we as social media practitioners have the ability to do. That's huge. That's huge. Well, thank you so much. And what do you think about the conference? My pleasure. It's been great so far. Of course, for a social media conference, it's really nice to actually be able to socialize with people. <laughs> right. And um, this conference is especially good at, at bringing people together and giving them the opportunity to connect around common experiences and, and things they can learn from one another. One of our top influencers in the world. Oh, <laughs> so, didn't realize people were there. I love that you're well, UV protected and you wow, keep the sticker so, on. Do you keep so the tag on your hat too? Because no. I think that thing has gone away. <laughs> I was wondering what that spot was. Yeah, okay. right, exactly. All right. Woo, you've been emceeing this whole thing and you've taken time out for the Influence Factory. So, oh, of course. So what do you think so far? Oh, it's, it's great. It's, it's always great. I mean, uh, um, you know, I just, just heard from Casey, who I know just you just talked to, but just heard him up there talking about some really interesting uh, tactics and approaches to to really make B2B marketing successful, which, you know, every time we say B2B marketing, that's like, oh my gosh, that's scary. But I, I came before Be The Match, I came from a B2B software, custom software company, and we figured out a way too, to make valuable content that could really be on any feed and be interesting as an awareness, but also how you can use pay, paid to to target people and, and get them to engage. But no, this, this event has been great. Um, you know, definitely you and I are biased because we know from previous events that- well, I'm on year seven of 10. I didn't realize yeah, it was the 10th anniversary. I lost count, but I'm probably right. there with you. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's always um, an event where because we have three of these throughout the year, there's, you know, it's not a huge amount of people, but there's a couple hundred and there- Did you see how many people were first timers? Majority of them, which is amazing. I know. Amazing. I was like, wow. Um, and so, yeah, with that, I mean, you, you just you, you find out pretty quickly that you're not alone in the struggles that you're having in social media. You hear from those people on the stage that they're going through those same challenges, whether it's budget restrictions, staff restrictions, all the above. And so it becomes relatable. And I like that about this event. Well, and what's interesting, um, I, think you, I think you nailed it when you said budget restrictions. I had a, a full workshop and 80% of the people were literally, I have no budget. So give your people budget, man, at least a yeah. little bit, right? To yeah. something to work with. Yeah, you gotta give them something so they can show the impact that it can make. And then even if it's a small budget, then you can take that and you can say, this is what we're able to do with this budget. Just imagine what we could do if we, if we wanna build more of that, we're gonna you know, need to validate and have a higher budget. But I think the, the most interesting thing for me, which was, I don't know if it was probably the most popular thing, but I found it really interesting, was actually Ben's talk right away in oh, the morning. Yeah. Um, when he was talking about a, a personal example that, you know, in his personal feed, he, he was just Googling white sneakers. And then 
he just screenshotted it all within minutes. I all, saw your tweet, and that made me like go check it out. Yeah, so, yeah, all the all the ads that he was served up from different organizations, different brands for white sneakers in the span of like not even two hours. Right. And but you know that is the norm. We if we think about that, we probably have that happen to us from time to time. But the fact that he uses that as one of many ways to direct the strategy that he puts forth in his agency and the work that they do with clients. I think is great because he's thinking about that end user experience and how can you use those targeted you know campaigns in a way that's more meaningful versus right. in a way that's just a bunch of noise and you don't know which sneakers which anymore because right. you got all these brands that are competing against each other so i thought that was an interesting perspective to, to highlight for social media experts take a step back and also look at your experience on your own personal channels so now you know my thing is you know influencer marketing development and employee advocacy so I'm excited to see there's an entire track dedicated to that. Mm -hmm. So what are you seeing out there in terms of activating employees, humanizing the brand? Are you seeing more of it from your perspective? Well, so for me personally in our brand, I'd like to see more of it, honestly. I, I, we don't have uh, a process in place. Maybe we should be talking. Uh, we are talking. Oh, but I mean, like, <laughs> no, you, know, know. you know, in, in the real world, this is not real. Is this right. real? Is this real? Oh my gosh, this is real. <laughs> You're real. Um, but you know, in the... <laughs> We don't have we don't have a solution right now because we're, we're taking kind of chunk by chunk by chunk. As some people mentioned up on stage, like what can you do really well right now in terms of change management for your social media strategy? Advocacy is a big part of that that we haven't gotten into yet because when we do it, I want to do it right, yes. and I want to do it with the community right. And so I think that's a huge opportunity anytime. I mean, no matter how long social media is out there, anytime that you can go behind the brand and show the people that are behind that, the passion that they have and the drive that they have, and also the personal stories that yes. they have about their passion for this organization. Uh, that's actually what we used in, my soft, in the software company that I worked for, was oh, we highlighted right. those developers, so just those designers, those PMs. But we didn't just say, tell us what you do for well, your didn't role. Didn't you do like a personalized yes. thing too, where you sent out the mugs or the coffee? Did, wasn't it? Yeah, so we, we did that. It was so, you know small, small shop type of thing. We were a small <laughs> company, so we went to events and we gave them experiences, you know, yes. even outside of social media. So when we were at conferences and we were a sponsor as a brand, we would, um, we would literally hand-pack these boxes of experiences that had a mug with our brand, had a, a little saying, and it was like sort of surprise and delight them. They didn't know what they were going to open. There was a few other things that tied to software and, and right. custom software and, and we also had social sharing in there that encouraged them to share this experience and we got a lot of people that shared that that box unboxing experience so to or, speak i call it organic virality yeah yeah so i just made that up by the way it was huge <laughs> right. i'm sure it's going viral right now Ooh, it's organically <laughs> hashtag yeah. yeah are you about ready for lunch i scarfed down food before i came oh, here did. because okay. i wanted to make sure i had the energy and enthusiasm for everyone that's watching right now Woohoo! Hey, listen, I'm going to go outside the box here. Do you have an extra couple minutes? I do, for you, yes. I would like you to interview Brianna Jacobs, who runs this conference, because you spend so much time up on stage talking to everyone else, but not to each other. Would you mind doing that for a few minutes? Uh, She's a nice person. She really is. We talk about her on our show all the time. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay, let's, let's just do you. it. Let's just do it, yeah. Unprecedented. We've gosh. never done this. Gosh. Uh, should I go on this side or should I stay here? This is crazy. I don't. Ryan is so clearly thrilled to be interviewing me right now. <laughs> I actually I am, uh, and it's uh, Barbara, right? We're here with Barbara. Um, Brianna. 
Jeanson. <laughs> um, Brianna, no. So I have, uh, I do have a, a long, just as Dean does as well, a long history with Brianna. Uh, it's been awesome. So just before I interview you, because I don't even know what I'm going to ask you. But anyway, before I interview her, I just want to give a quick shout out to this lady. Um, because I think it does speak to the event itself. And I was just saying this at the lunch table with several people. But so I've known you for many years. Uh, I, I, I started going to Social Media Strategy Summit as uh, an attendee. And I still kind of consider myself an attendee because I'm always absorbing all the great stuff. But um, for the first couple of years, I was an attendee. And then she took a chance on me when I said, I think I have got something here from this company I'm working for. She gave me that stage, and um, and then since then, I've developed my speaking career thanks to Brianna. So I have other organizations reaching out to me, so that's one thing. But the other thing is, the reason why I keep coming back to this conference specifically is based on the just the pure passion that you have for making these conferences better and better and better. They're always great, but you definitely take into consideration, I know from personal experience, the, the feedback that we get from, uh, from the attendees, you share that individually with each person, you send an individual email, like here's your feedback with the actual write-ups of what people have said. And that helps us get better professionally, but it also helps her determine in the future conferences, you know, which, which ones do we want to have back and how, what do we need to do to make sure we're bringing quality speakers back. So I really want to give you kudos to that. Oh, thank you. And then I'm gonna just pause for a minute because I'm, I'm wondering if you can say some nice things about me. <laughs> It is. I mean, it's, it's always, um, I love, and, and Ryan is um, the speaker that's I think is, has stuck around, along with Dean. Dean has been here for a number of years, too, but it's, it's always kind of fun when um, a speaker comes first at a, as an attendee, and they love the event enough and are passionate about the topic enough to want to come back yeah. as a speaker, um, and in Ryan's case, an MC, um, most, yeah, all of the events each year. But it's been, you know, and we've always be, obviously have become friends and, and colleagues, and so... <laughs> Denial about the whole thing, um, did, but yeah, no, it's 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 great to have Ryan back every year. And um, I was yeah. kidding about the compliments. Oh. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So so now that people kind of understand, you know that, that you are really the person behind all the great work that that this event gives people to experience. So from your in your words, I'm just curious, like, what drives you to to create the events that we're experiencing today? What what is what goes into that from your perspective, and uh, what are some of the challenges that you're faced with? Um, I mean, it's, um, what drives me? So this, I is, mean, this is what we were just talking about. We were talking about behind the scenes stuff <laughs> and what people really want to know. Yeah. So yeah, you know, like, like okay, she got speakers, they're there, it's great, but what really goes on behind the scenes? Like, what do you I have mean, to do? I mean, for me, this, um, you know, all the, the speaker invites, I mean, that's kind of me just personally researching, um, speakers and, and brands that I think would be, make for compelling case studies on the agenda. Um, and kind of sending out those those personal invites to see if they want to be involved in the um, in the conference and and from there I mean the speakers are always great in connecting me with other people um, and so that's kind of really built out the community the social media community over the last couple of years so that's really rewarding for me um, challenges well so another way to think <laughs> of this too is is um, with the speakers so right now for example when you are putting this one together. Mm. What are some of the brands that you were really like, oh my gosh, we got this brand. Like, what are some of those cool brands that you're really excited about that's here? Um, when I, so in each location, I try to make it um, a little bit unique to each city and have brands that are well-known in that location. Um, so here, I mean, we had Shake Shack um, that was featured on one of our, our panels today. Um, we had Southwest, which is not local to New York, but that's a, um, a really cool airline airline brand. Um, Grubhub is here, Microsoft. We have Lyft, um, who's local. Um, 
uh, to New York, um, come talk about their influencer marketing strategy. Um, so those are some brands that I was really excited about. Yeah, Owen oh, and uh, Be The Match, too, is a great um, <laughs> Be The Match. Should have been first on my list, my bad. <laughs> I thought we were just going to talk about one brand, but I no, it's, it's fine. Uh, um, so, no, and I think the other piece that's interesting is, um, I don't know if you have anything to say about this, but when I was having lunch really quick, um, I, someone sat down at the table and I was like, hi, what do you do? You know, just normal normal conversation. And, and she's like, oh, I, I do social media for Audible. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, you know, you, you could just you just sit down with somebody and they're an attendee. And, you know, she's just talking about the work that she does there. And then all of a sudden we're going into like, oh, my gosh, I have that same challenge. Or oh, I don't have budget. Or I boost these kind of posts. So it's really interesting that, you know, whether they're speakers, attendees, you can just get to know any type of person that's here because it's not like this thousand plus, you know, audience. So is that a, a part of the, the strategy that you that you think about with different events throughout the year or? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of one of the big, um, I mean, I guess, uh, benefits of attending social media is that. You know, I, I stress that the, the speakers oftentimes will attend the full event. So they're not, you know, we're not in a crowd of thousands and they're not up on the stage giving their talk and then sort of disappearing. You know, they're really here mm -hmm. to meet with the attendees. And, you know, the insights also come, you know, as much from the speakers as they do from the other attendees and having that that dialogue and those conversations and really getting to know the other um, other attendees. But I'm, you know, always working on ways to facilitate those really good conversations and helping people meet each other and network and um, like the roundtable discussions that we have yeah. coming up later this afternoon where it's really focused on that, you know, conversation driven types of um, session and networking opportunities. Yeah. So talk a little bit about like who is Brianna outside of the conference? Like what are you, what are you into? What kind of, what are your hobbies? Like humanize yourself a little bit. I don't know. I mean, you know. What do I like to do? Um, I know what you like to do because <laughs> we're friends. Uh, I'm a pretty big bookworm, so I love to read. So um, what's your book right now that you're reading, or what's the recent one that you're excited about? I am about? reading The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. Oh, so wow. I've never read that before. Yeah. Um, I was trying, kind of trying to get some more... Um, oh. <laughs> 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 Actually, let me... Yeah. Oh, my um, gosh. So personal... I don't know yeah, where this came from. We We're both in it. Yes, Also, are. may I highly recommend uh, Digital Business Influence by Dean Delisle. Great read. Also top of my list. <laughs> um, I read that to my uh, three-year-old every night. <laughs> she loves it. She's an influencer. Um, <laughs> uh, what else do I like to do? Travel, hiking. Hiking, yep. Yeah. Um, pretty active gym goer, weightlifting. Okay. <laughs> it's a hobby. I enjoy, I enjoy it. Um, Should have said that with a deeper voice. <laughs> Yeah, I she think, said that. Yeah. She said I that think. if you were listening. A backpacking. I like getting out into the, the mountains, the wilderness. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's, that's yeah that well, maybe sound interesting enough. Uh, what do you guys think? Let's do a live poll right now. Oh, it should be coming up on your screen. No, I don't know if it's <laughs> even possible. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Uh, is this informative? Is this the information that you came here to learn about Brianna? Or do you want more? Are you disappointed? Or are you happy? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, yeah. Ah. Oh. <laughs> hey, you guys. Listen. You still in there? I really want to know. Brianna's really curious, actually, <laughs> as well. So next Social Media Strategy Summit is when? San Francisco, February 4th to the 6th. Just got the date set. Yep. Curious if you're going to be there, because uh, we're probably going to be there, and um, you could actually, like, do that. <laughs> and then I'll be there. She would actually be there. So um, we want to know, are you going to be there in February? Let's hear it. Everybody says yes. Everyone says yes? 
Unanimous? Oh. Oh, the influencer. That's right. We have our Chicago event um, in April 20th to the 30th. We're co-locating an influencer marketing strategy summit. So it's our um, our launch event that'll be co-located with our social media event. So with your ticket to the influencer event, you can also access all of the the social media session, sessions. But it's very dedicated, you know, brands and agencies that are seeing um, success in, in growing and launching influencer programs um, and really what it takes to um, to execute a successful for pro- successful program and really learning from the brands that are seeing success in the space. Yeah, you can see from this example that Brianna puts a lot of thought into this. I mean, heck, she even picked the venue today, she picked this, this venue because it was attached to a diner called TikTok. <laughs> so. That was planned, that was planned. <laughs> How, who, what other conference producers do, do something like that? So come on, let's give it up. All right, I'm out of questions. You guys have been great. I love all the, the applause. It's so, I can't even hear myself right now because this camera is so loud with all the people that I can't see. Um, how did I do? Did I do okay? Yeah? Is this good? What's next? Are we doing... Thank you. Are we doing the dance that we were supposed to do? Okay. Oh, put on the mic. Stay tuned. This is going to be an amazing dance. This is... The first time ever, live dancing. Dancing with the Stars at Social Media Strategy Summit. <laughs> Awesome. All right. I'm going to let Dean Thank come back so in. Much. Thank you all. It's just beautiful. Woo, Thank you. I'll close it out. I'll close it out with you. Come on. We never okay, close okay. this out. All right. So live from New York. <laughs> it's the Influence Factory. Yeah, inf- it's at, yeah. Influence Factory. <laughs> live from New York. It's the Influence Factory. <laughs> Let's take that from the top, please. Uh, they, get to, they love the bloopers. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Live, live from, from New, New York, York, it's social media. Social media. <laughs> We'll do Influence Factory, then social media. Okay. Live, Live from, from New, New York, York it's, it's Influence Factory. Factory. <laughs> Take five. <laughs> One more time. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Live, Live from, from New York, York it's, it's Influence Factory. Factory. <laughs> At Social, social Media Strategy, Strategy Summit. Summit. So, so don't forget. Don't forget. We'll see you at the next one. See you next next one. (laughs) So I'm here with Caitlin, and you were with one company, and now you're with another company. Tell us about that. (laughs) Yeah. Because it was like, I'm sitting out there, I'm going, he goes, Caitlin has a session, and I go, I got to go see it. And then I go, wait. Where is she? (laughs) I don't see the ampersand. No. Um, So, yeah, so I was with Dun & Bradstreet for five and a half years. Um, I graduated college and started there immediately um, and worked on social media um, for that time and ended up being the global head of social media employee advocacy. Um, And then... Sterling is where I'm at now. Um, they came knocking and I could not turn down the opportunity. So now I lead social media at Sterling. So, you know, and one thing, the reason I was so connected and attracted to your talk at MDMC in St. Louis, yes. we're at Social Media Strategy Summit in New York, uh, because I was so uh, enamored with your talk on advocacy. And I'm like, 
she speaks exactly like we do at Social Jack. Mm-hmm. And so um, so I loved how you uh, made it so simple up there and gave very actionable items. Mm-hmm. So maybe just cover one or two of those things now for people that are like, should we get our employees involved? Yeah. Yeah. So the reason why my presentation was so simple and so easy, because employee advocacy needs to be easy. Yeah. You're supposed to encourage your employees to go out and be on social media and build their personal brands because it's helping your brand too as a company. Um, so yeah, like main takeaways, um, you really need like the best of the best at your company in an employee advocacy program. And not just best, like they know how to navigate the social media uh, landscape, the best that like they're excited and they want to talk about your company. So true brand advocates and are willing to learn. So you really need the best of the best in there. Um, I'm trying, and again, oh, I mean, no, wait, yeah. I have one. Yeah, I tweeted what? it out. Oh, you, you did? Said, I had to look at my tweets. I know. <laughs> you said, you said, do not make training mandatory. No, do I not. Like, no, yes, no, no, no. Somebody yes. else says that. No, so don't make training. It needs to be, um, training needs to be available. It does not need to be mandatory. And leaders will step up on their own, right? Absolutely. Yes, will rise. Yes. Leaders will rise. And it's just, a, it has to be just a, um, a natural conversation. So if someone asks to join the platform, if a team asks to join the platform, you say, okay, great. Do you need some time for us to walk through it? Or here's a recording of me doing my last training yep. session. Here's a, um, I don't know, a pamphlet from a, a company like LinkedIn Elevate. Here's a checklist. Here's everything you need. Just making, putting it in their hands. If right. they want to be trained, they'll be trained. There are some people that I've had go into the platform and just know it magically. Maybe they had it at a previous company. Or, or they're, they're just, just, they just They just yeah. get it. Yeah. They so, just know yeah. they very digital, they want to get in, they just like to play around with things, so be it. So don't force that on people. Yeah, it's interesting because we do a lot of coaching and training around Mm -hmm. the system of advocacy, and we call them your internal influencers, Mm because we have so many people who come to us and go, go get us this person, and I go, you have people. You do, You have brand champions, Mm -hmm. use those people. Yeah, no, and that's why a lot of people do say sometimes that employee advocacy is influencer marketing at the Social Media Strategy Summit right now. It is, that is the name of the track um, of influencer marketing, because it's true. I mean, your employees can be influencers. While you do need to partner with external influencers as well, like you just said, look internally first, look at everyone, you'd be surprised with how strong some personal brands are that are sitting right next to you right and um and then you already have fans of the brand absolutely and then i liked because we say this too about you're helping them build their personal brand and if the brand is more successful it generates more revenue and you can pay Mm -hmm. people more that are helping elevate the brand yeah how simple yeah there's data behind everything there's money behind everything and if you do a program like this it's there it's going to be there for you And uh, I think we're pleased to have you on the Influence Factory coming up, right? Yes, uh, I think it's two weeks. Yes. Oh, oh, next week. week. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I, this I is internet time travel. This is, I, I know, honestly. It's like already the end of October. Like, where'd it go? <gasps> yeah. <laughs> I can see myself. Woohoo! <laughs> All right. All right. Well, with that being said, I want to thank you so much. And I thank loved you. your talk. Thank you. And, um, and again, where's the best place to connect with you? Uh, best place is probably Twitter. So I'm at Caitlin Brower underscore. Um, and then I'm, I am on LinkedIn, too. So you'll find me, Caitlin Brower. So, yeah. But, yeah, definitely connect with me. I'm always on. Like you said, I'm always on Twitter. So um, you, can't, you can't miss me there. And I endorse this lady as a speaker. So book her. <gasps> thank you. <laughs> so do you have what any you quick do? takeaways that you've learned that you're like, I got to do this when I get back? Uh, when I get back start searching and finding our employees that are going to be our our targets for advocates to try and kick off a, a, a 
pilot program to see how it goes and then kind of build from there. But taking back what we've discussed and all this stuff to try and help target those people and how to pick the right people is going to be huge. All right, I'm here with uh, my good friend Bill Shibble. He has just uh, got done speaking at the Social Media Strategy Summit and killed it, of course. Well, everybody's dead. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So what did you think? It's your first it, was, time it was exciting. Usually I speak to groups of 10, 15 at the most. This was a good 75, 80 people. It's a little scary, filling up the time, but at the same thing, uh, enjoying getting to know the audience and, and engaging with them. Yeah. What was the topic that you covered for them? I uh, talked about um, brand authenticity, using online communities to extend your brand, but you know, being authentic, how to drive engagement with the communities. Yeah, good. And then... Uh, what were a couple of the key things for the folks that are watching this that they could take away that just re resonated with everybody? What resonated is one is defining user-defined content versus branded content. And a lot of the audience members were talking about their own branding departments were not comfortable with user-defined content. What are strategies to get buy-in to try it? And we talked about looking at their competitors. If your competitors are doing it, chances are you might want to also. And the second thing is, is that they can drive the user-generated content by creating events through their virtual communities and out there in the actual world with events, film it, and create the content with their users, partner with them. So that was something that seemed to resonate with people. Absolutely. So um, for Social Media Strategy Summit, first time here, what would you tell people why it'd be a good conference to come to? I think it's a terrific conference because it's something we're all learning. Everyone here in this room, everyone who spoke, everyone who watched is learning. This is something new. It's going to be new 10 years from now, but there's constantly new things going out there. So it's important because you're not only up to speed on what the latest things are, but you get ideas by talking with your colleagues and your peers. And I think it's big enough to get what you need, and it's small enough to get to meet who you want to meet. I hear that a lot, but go ahead. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's all about that. <laughs> all right. So you want to give a quick shout out to Social Jack? Social Jack from Bill Shivel, USIS. Thanks for having us. See you soon. Social Media Strategy Summit in New York, and that's a wrap.